0: What's up, everyone? I'm Ruthina Porterfield, and this is Liberated Conversations with Ruthina. It's our Seeds of Devotion episode. It's the conversation specifically meant to sow seeds into your life that will encourage your spiritual growth. In this conversation, we're looking at a few different virtues like love and wisdom and trust, where if we discipline ourselves and practice them regularly, we'll begin to see spiritual and physical results throughout our lives. This is another one you don't want to miss. So join the conversation. Liberated Conversations with Ruthena is sponsored by AndreaChanelHair.com. Use the coupon code LIBERATED for 20% off your purchase towards healthy hair care. What's up, Erin? How are you today? I'm doing really well. Thank you. It's good to be here. This particular devotion, you guys, was actually called Discipline and Spiritual Growth. Kind of odd, kind of odd, because I found that with this devotion, it said we thought it was going to be more so about discipline, and um, at least I thought it was going to be about discipline itself, the actual virtue of discipline. But I found it to be kind of about several different things across the board. And I'm going to ask Erin what she thought when she went into the devotion. What what were you thinking?
1: I was thinking it was going to be more like a, a spiritual discipline, sort of like reading, fasting, prayer. And so Ruthina and I had Discussed that kind of beforehand about um, fruits of the spirit and also spiritual disciplines, kind of in tandem. And so I found the devotional and I was like, oh, this looks cool. Looks like it kind of touches on what we talked about. I like that it's a meditation. And then it was different. It was like, yeah. listen to this, be present with God, meditate on these things. And it was actually really refreshing. It was different than I expected.
0: It was definitely different than I expected as well. It was um, first of all, the the listening kind of meditation was short. Yes. <laughs> they were much shorter than other meditations that I have listened to through the Bible app. Okay. And so I actually appreciated that, that they were only about two minutes.
1: I oh. did too. I'll be honest. I was like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can do that and I can stay focused and my mind won't wander somewhere
0: else. <laughs> right. Right. So I actually appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that threw me and also it was only one verse yeah. for each, each day, which, which quite a few that we've done have been like five, six verses.
1: Yeah, this was refreshing for that reason also, because it was simple. It was like my mind was on the verse and then I could take it with me and just carry it through the day. And I wasn't lost in my thoughts trying to sort through, okay, which piece do I want to? It was like, no, there's one nugget and it's going in here.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Um, Jumping right in, day one, Mm -hmm. day one one and seven, that's actually a verse that I came across when I was younger Um, and I was familiar with it. It was one that I speak uh, not every single day, but it's one that uh, it is a, mm-hmm. it is a go-to for me. So it was blessed. Oh, I want to make sure that I actually say the right verse. First of all, it wasn't who one in seven for day one. Yeah. And it, the verse itself was, And I'm going to read the English stand, uh, standard version, but okay. the verse is the Lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who take refuge in him. I'm used to a version that says he knows those who trust in him. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was definitely pretty familiar with that. What'd you think about it?
1: Yeah. So I was, I, I've been reading the NIV usually in the, in the app. And so mine just says the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. So very similar, Mm -hmm. um, it, it was interesting because I, I got this earlier in the week before my week started to get really hectic. And so oh. it was a, a preparation verse for my week. <laughs> a lot of times God will give me a heads up and I'm really thankful uh, when something kind of challenging is coming. But this time it was the opposite I was having. It was just kind of smooth sailing earlier in the week. And then this verse came when I, I should have known. Why didn't I know you guys? <laughs> no. no. It things party. not hectic but in a good way you know auditions um helping friends prepping my seed business and it was many blessings but it was also hectic so um yeah
0: yeah yeah i was I was pretty familiar with it um and i when I came across it it came across at a time where I was kind of learning about trusting God which is mm-hmm. can we be real um it's not easy <laughs> all the time it just i'm sorry it just is not It was weird because the meditation would say a whole slew of things in about two minutes and it would mention the verse, but it may not have necessarily been exactly all about the verse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so my comment was just saying that um, I said, I know to trust him. And because I know to trust him, I think the verse was kind of saying he will never betray that trust. Mm -hmm. Look, so basically it's like God Mm -hmm. saying, I know that you trust me and I will never betray the trust that you have in me.
2: Yeah. And
0: that's something that I value. It makes it a little easier for me to trust him.
1: Yeah. The faithfulness aspect sounds like what you really
0: locked into. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Which is a kind of a, Foundational, uh, kind of a pillar of of the relationship that I have with him. His faith, his faithfulness is huge. That's a huge thing for for our relationship.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised because it really sounds like right in line with what you've described in your relationship with God. Oh yeah, the deep emotional connection and the the faithfulness
0: and the loyalty and the yeah that yeah I value that. That's I value that. And it's also one of the things that I transfer to my relationships with people in life, which is weird, because we'll probably talk about that in day five um, Mm -hmm. when we talk about loving others. But that and I don't want to make it seem like I have these high expectations. I have these godly expectations of the human beings in my life (laughs) because I don't. You know, I I, I realize that people aren't perfect, Yeah, but we are created in his image. So I'm going to be honest. I am going to expect a certain level of loyalty mm-hmm. from the people who say that they love me.
1: Ooh, Ruthina, you said to let mm-hmm. the Lord lead today. I have something to share. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So loyalty <laughs> is something that's been lacking a lot of my uh, uh, romantic relationships. So in the past, so with God, I have no problem knowing that he's loyal for whatever reason that didn't come difficult for me mm-hmm. that, as like very difficult. But then um, if I'm in a dating relationship um, and I've been betrayed by friends also, and I have a right. lot of real friends, but the, yeah. the betrayals, loyalty is something that I look for in friendships and in, in a dating relationship also. And so you're right. It's like we want to reflect God's character and we expect that from other people, but not everyone has that same expectation on themselves if that makes
2: mm-hmm.
1: sense and they don't they don't do that for whatever reason because of the broken things or trauma they've been through so kind of a deep cut but yeah it's like um yeah loyalty is hard to find i'll leave it at that <laughs> you guys
2: know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah it's weird um it, yeah loyalty is hard to find this, okay, this is going to sound kind of strange. I don't necessarily look, I expect it, but I don't look for it Mm -hmm. to, I don't know if this is making sense. I expect it, but I don't look for it. And I recognize it when it's not there. Okay. Does that, okay. So I'm trying to give a comparison. So, when you, because last month was all about food on Liberated Conversations with Ruthina. <laughs> and so when you eat something, you're you're not necessarily, especially something that you love. Here we go. Thank you, God. When you eat something that you love to eat, right? Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily look for it to taste good. You expect it to taste yeah, good.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? And when something, Ingredient is missing that makes it not good. You recognize it. Oh, yes. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, because I'm thinking of the the same analogy for myself. Of like, I'm so in that analogy, I'm mm-hmm. used to pizza. Let's say loyalty is pizza. I'm okay. used to pizza tasting kind of like you know mid level, and then when I have pizza. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. tastes amazing. I'm like, is this even pizza? What is this? I've never had this before because I'm expecting to not have the loyalty because that's my past experience and context. So I want to switch to your mindset, which is expect the loyalty, (laughs) expect it to taste like this. And when it's not there, you notice. And I think my mind is shifting to that. Friends, dating, whatever. Yeah.
0: You notice and you make the adjustment.
1: Yeah. What's what do you mean by the adjustment? I'm curious.
0: So if you eat something and you notice that it doesn't taste right, you split it up, especially if you cooked it, because this when you're talking about relationships, you're the one that that decides that this is going to be a relationship. Right. So if we're going to use, use this analogy, you cooked it. OK, you cooked the food. You notice that something is missing, yeah. so the next time that you cook it, you're going to either add or take away whatever it is yes. that you recognize is not there. Totally. In a relationship, female male friendship, whatever. The next time you recognize that that in that last relationship this was lacking, mm-hmm. that ended it. Okay, so the next time you go to another relationship in that same vein okay, now we're going to specifically look for that, right? Yes. And when it's not there, you either bring it up to the person or you move on. Yes. Yep. Makes sense? Yes. Yeah. So so I think that is is huge. And again, you can't have the same. You're not going to have the the expectations or whatever of God on the person, but you do have reasonable expectations.
1: Yeah. And I just have mixed like, bring so many thoughts to mind, you know, about like when people bring things to me, do I adjust and so on and so forth? You know, so many things. It's like, even in friendships, if someone says something to me, it it kind of hurts when someone's direct, but am I glad they brought it forward if it's something that I do need to work on? Yeah, because there's a scripture, right? That says you can trust you know, uh, wounds from your friend, but not kisses from your enemy. So if a friend is trying to bring something forward, it's like, okay, I need to look at that. So
0: yeah. Being open. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of crazy. We're going to move on to day yeah. two. All right, let's go. I love the way God is working. Um, I, I'm like all about it. I'm all about <laughs> it. Okay. So Day two's um, verse was Colossians Colossians 1, 9 through 10. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It says, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding So as to walk in a manner worthy of of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Um, Mm -hmm. You have the NIV version, right?
1: I do. You want me to read that one? Yeah. Okay. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God.
0: Okay. Um, I got to speak because something just immediately popped in my mind. First of all, you guys, this second day was supposed to be about wisdom. Let me tell you what popped in my head when I read this scripture. So I have a friend who um, is growing in her relationship. She is not a young Christian by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, She definitely is, you know, on a, on a certain level, she's not on baby's milk, let's put it that way. But there are a lot of things that she is still learning about as a result mm-hmm. of not getting certain, especially being raised in a certain denomination. Okay. She was not uh educated or told about a lot of things so my prayer for her has been okay god continue to open her mind to all of the facets Hmm. of who you are um because as it's so funny because this isn't the first time in the bible where paul prays for his friends to know god Mm -hmm. in different ways
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: which should be our prayer for our friends.
2: Ooh, yeah. That's okay, God, way.
0: I hear you. Like, yeah. if, you know how people always say, um, oh, pray for me or pray for me. Or when you ask what what should I pray for you? You know, what should I pray for you? And a lot of times our prayers are for things. I need this or I need that in this part of my life and this part of this. And I always, one of the main things that I've learned in the last few years about God is, is his his main thing about Matthew six, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. I know that you have need of these things. I'm going to take care of these things.
2: Mm-hmm. Seek
0: me first, seek me first. Mm-hmm. And if you go through the word of God, the prayers are not all about, I need this, I need that, I need this, this house, and I need this, and I need mm-hmm. that. But the prayers are always, okay, God, open my eyes to who you are. Okay, God, help me to understand you better. Help me to get to know more about you. And here's the thing, Erin, that sounds deep. It just sounds deep. And it's it's a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it in the respect of, When you're in a relationship with someone, Mm -hmm. we just got through talking about loyalty and expectations and stuff like that. But when you're in a relationship with someone, one of the number one things is getting to know that person. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be in a relationship with God, shouldn't you get to know him first? So Wouldn't you get to know anybody before you start asking them for stuff? That's such a good point. (laughs) Yes. I'm just saying.
1: Definitely. No, yeah, that's such a good point, Ruthie.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So um, but this particular day was about that was my album "Let You Go" because I can.
1: Oh yeah. No, I love it because um, no, I actually. So we we had our podcast about um. I feel like I I can share openly. So we had our podcast about being single and struggling with that. And so recently, I started dating a really um, cool guy and so like it's just kind of starting out and I think when you were talking I just thought how funny is that what if what if the first second date you know we had I said what can you do for me what can you bring me next time I see you that would you, be know? So weird. you know you uh-uh. know so I mean we're spending a lot of time getting to know each other it's like who are you
0: like Wouldn't that be something like you get into the relationship? It's like, okay, yes, so you're paying for this dinner. You're going to pay for the next one? the next one? Oh, okay. Are you going to pay the bill? Oh, okay. I'm just checking. Like, are you going to, like, this is what we do with God. Like, this is what we do with God. And you know what? Even if it's not that, let's look at your parents. Yeah. Okay when you're, even when you're eight, nine years old, mm-hmm. are you saying to your parents, okay, so are you, are you going to pay the light bill?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you going to pay
0: the water bill? Are you going to pay a mortgage? Are you going to pay the card note? Because I'm just saying, like, I just, <laughs> like, you don't do that. It's, I don't know. It's with
1: parents. It's like an expectation that they are taking care of you. And so there's a parallel there with God, right? Of like, Right. You know, has the big picture in mind and there's a lot that we don't know, like even as children, uh, the parents or caregivers or whoever's taking care of you takes right. care of behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And as you get older, you want to get to know more about your parents because, you know, as you get to know more about them, you get to know more about you. Yeah. Same thing with God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As your relationship grows, you want to get to know more about him because mm-hmm. as you get to know more about him, you get to know more about you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like God is so patient with me. He reveals things and it's very humbling. With anyone else, I would be mortified. I would be like, oh, that's what you saw?
0: <laughs> Girl, there are so many times where I'm like, God, at this point, I'm kind of glad I'm single because I don't think I can put up with me.
2: Like, I can't. <laughs> oh, you're so I can't. Well,
1: (laughs) you know, I feel like something I'm learning in my friendships and in my dating relationship is that um, it's it's very humbling to come forward and say at the end of the year, I did this with my friends. I said, is there anything that I've done that needs to be cleared out like that I need to apologize for or Mm -hmm. get made right? You know, a couple of them had some stuff. And so that was like, okay, you know, and. But it's, but it's also really cool to receive that forgiveness, too, when they say, yeah. you know what? I forgive you. We're going to move forward. And, and that's, uh, I want to avoid those conversations so bad because I hate being wrong. I hate doing something wrong. I
0: yeah.
1: And it, there's hard. a lot of shame. And God's not shaming
0: us. Not at all. Not at all. He is not, like, he's that loving father saying, okay, you made that mistake. It's uh-huh. okay. Mm -hmm. I got you and I still love you. There is nothing, please hear me, (laughs) please hear me. There is absolutely nothing that you can do to make God stop loving you. Nothing, absolutely nothing. If that's the only seed you get in this episode, please, please hear me on that one. There is nothing that you can possibly do on this planet to make him stop loving you. Um. Yeah. Regarding seeds, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I have, I'm not good at these these transitions, that's good.
2: That was awesome. <laughs>
0: You guys, this is our Seeds of Devotion. Remember, we're trying to plant seeds that's going to inspire and motivate you to grow spiritually. And that is why the sponsor of all of our Seeds of Devotion episodes is Maybell and Company Seeds and Such. It is a seed company that Aaron is a part of. Yeah. Please tell us more about it.
1: Yeah. We are a flower seed and garden company. So we have a couple things we do. One is our YouTube channel. We do garden tips and tricks. It's called At Home with Pam. Same as the Instagram handle where you can find all of her things. The company itself is called and Company Seeds and Such. The website is almost up. Our products right now are lavender sachets, Cosmo flower seeds, and then note cards with pictures from Ooh. our organic pesticide-free garden. We just got our logo solidified. We're printing those note cards this week. So in your mind, when you think Maybelline and company seeds and such think garden related things and flower seeds and garden tips. So come on over to our YouTube channel. You guys come to our Instagram at home with Pamel and our website will be up very soon, but we're so excited and we're so excited to be part of Ruthina's podcast. So thank you.
0: Okay. I'm super excited about those note cards. Yes. I'm yeah. super excited about those note cards. Yeah. Oh, that's a definite. Um, I mean, the whole reason that I wanted a specific, I was so happy to get you guys to sponsor this particular episode because it just goes right in line. Perfect. There are so yeah. many parallels. Mm-hmm. God constantly talks about the whole, um, the whole process and the idea of sowing and reaping
2: mm-hmm.
0: and sowing seeds constantly throughout His Word, and so. Having a gardening seed company to sponsor this specific episode is a huge, huge deal for me. So happy about <laughs> me too. Oh, so yeah. So with the third day, um, with the third day, we in this particular devotion, the verse was First Timothy six and eleven. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was it, very simple. But as for you, oh, man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness and gentleness. Mm-hmm. What, what's the list in the NIV version?
1: Yeah, just very similar. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love,
0: endurance and gentleness. So, I think the highlight question for this day was, "What are you pursuing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you running towards? What are you running after
1: yeah for for mine, and by the way, shout out to everyone that joined us on the devotion. It was really great to see other people's comments yeah. and notes, and I'm just looking at them again right now. So
0: um,
1: yeah, mine was run from temptation and to God. <laughs>
0: I love it. Very, very simple. Very, very simple. Just have, keep your eye out. And, 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 and when you recognize those bad things, pew, hit the road, hit the road. Yeah. Um, with day four, it was very, um, Hebrews actually, oh, this was another verse. This was another verse that I lean on so much. Mm -hmm. It's Hebrews 10 and 36 saying that you have need of the endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Mm -hmm. I had to get the order right. Mm -hmm. Do the will of God and then you receive the promise. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, the NIV says you need to persevere. So the that's just a one word change, but it's a very similar idea. Yeah, when you've done the will of God, and then I'm I'm trying to think what what did we all say in the comments here? Oh, this was a good one, Ruthina. Yeah.
0: Well, first of all, I want to highlight one of one of the people uh, yeah. who joined us for the devotion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to read the comment because the comment was just the comment was simply it might be terrifying, mm-hmm. it might not be pretty. But this race will be worth it. And you also don't have to do it alone. I'm here with you. So When I say that was a word.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: That was a huge one for me. I really appreciated that as well. And then when you said let go of dysfunctional relationship patterns. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> I was like, okay, where are we? <laughs> but we do, we do need to be healed of these crazy relationships mm-hmm. because this stuff leaves a lingering effect. It does.
1: Yeah. It, I'm seeing it in real time right now. The rubber is meeting yeah. the road, so to speak. So I can do all the healing I want in therapy, talk to my friends, pray with God. But the next time I'm in this, a similar friendship or dating relationship and that same thing comes up, My muscle memory, so to speak, and my soul and my body is responding like, oh, no, it's this thing when really maybe it's a good it's a good blessing. I can't even receive it because I'm so thinking it's this other thing. And literally, I'm asking God to rewire my brain, literally. And so when I saw this about dysfunctional relation, you know, a friend of mine, she's she's a Christian woman. She's an MFT. She posted on her Facebook group when you remove those type of patterns out of your mind, or you work on those, um, you have to replace them with the healthy version of it, which is oh. what God kind of talks about. I believe I can't think of the scripture offhand, but you know, when we ask him to remove things that like malice and envy and greed out of our hearts, you know, we pray that the spirit will come in and fill it with the fruits of the spirit and all the good right. things. So that kind of idea of there's space that's being taken up and then it's being left and then what's going to come in and fill it. So I just want to be ready to receive the good things. I want a space to be ready (laughs) inside of me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, You you said something that's very practical that I want to repeat. It's this idea of when you're, when you're talking about praying, okay, God remove this, God remove that, God remove this. I think we also have to remember to pray. Okay. God fill it with this and God fill it with that. And if you don't know what you need need needed to be filled with then pray, God, mm-hmm. fill this with whatever fruit is necessary. You fill it with whatever you think I need because you know what I need better than I do.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's important to, to, to pray specifically. Yes. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: So um, yeah. keeping that in mind, um, we all need to be constantly filled with love. You know, we talk about love and this is the fifth day. We talk about love. And I think we forget that God is love. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we say it, we say it um, very loosely, mm-hmm. but God is love. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Like it's not something that he does. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. And so when we say God fill us with love, it's it's almost like saying, if not literally saying God, fill us with yourself. Mm -hmm. So if there's any question about what you need to be filled with, that's the answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good point.
0: Right. Um, That fifth day, the verse was actually um, 1 John 4 and 21 Mm -hmm. that said that the commandment that we have from him him is whoever loves God must also love his brother. Yeah. Uh. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And all I could say when I read that was love is a spiritual dis, dis- <laughs> yeah. Love is a spiritual discipline. Yes. Cause it's not um mm. it's not easy unless you have him. And even when you have him, it's it's not always easy then. Um what was your comment?
1: Yeah, I uh, so in the meditation it 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 had a different take on it. So the woman that was reading it, she was saying that sometimes it's easy for us to love other people, but not to love God. And I understood what she was saying. I understand the point of it, but for me, that was very backwards of how my brain works. If I'm not loving God, I have no capacity and no ability to love other people. So I think, I think that she's making a comment about idolatry and that that makes sense. But for me, and I'm sure that I've done that before, um, or I do, but I don't think I'm able, whatever it is that I'm giving to people, it's not real love. It's not selfless and caring for their needs first necessarily. If it's that I'm not keeping God in that equation,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that makes sense. Um, When I read your comment, one of the first things that popped into my head Mm -hmm. was a song by one of my favorites of all time, Kirk Franklin. Yeah, and he on his last album he had a song called um, I can't remember the name was Love Theory, okay. And the the hook of the song said, "I don't want to love, I don't want to love nobody but you." Um, and that line kind of ticked several uh, a lot of his audience off because they didn't grasp it, right? They didn't uh-huh, understand yeah. it. And what he, I completely understood it because. I understand that if you love God first, above all else, you will naturally yeah. love people. I agree. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you will look for, and I always tell people that I don't care who they are from the worst person on the planet to the best person on the planet. Mm-hmm. God, the breath of God is in that person. Yeah. The breath of, which means that his spirit is in there somewhere. So if you can love that, if if that's all that you can love, mm. then start there. That's start there.
1: Beautiful. That's really powerful, Ruthina.
0: Right? Yeah. And so, like, and, and this is, and I'm not making this up. Read Genesis. Mm-hmm. God breathed the breath of life into every single human being. Right. When you breathe in and breathe out, that is a manifestation of his spirit. Mm-hmm. And so if you start with the fact that the person, because the person is breathing, that God is there. So if that's all you can love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then let that be the foundation of where your love begins.
1: Yeah. I'm writing that down right now. If they are breathing, God is there.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, And I'm so sorry, Evan, the comments. His love transcends and penetrates. Wow. God's love transcends any and everything. And it penetrates the most difficult of people and the most difficult of situations. And, oh, my God, can you imagine if everyone began to love just the spirit of God that resides in in someone? Mm -hmm. If everyone loved that way. What the world would look like? Yeah. What actions would be? What what our our decisions? How our decisions in life would change?
1: Yeah. And you Jesus know, was so when Jesus would talk about loving others too, and then I, I like I in my mind I'm connecting with this other thought from a book I'm reading right now. It's like talking about how Jesus was so revolutionary because his way of wanting to improve the world was not through corrective like violence, but through transcending and like, pen- like what Noel was just mentioning of like love and forgiveness and these revolutionary ideas of how to make the world a better place. Right. And that just speaks to who God is. Like you said, God is love. Who who else would want to change the world
0: that way? <laughs> that doesn't. <I> know, right? <laughs> Isn't that so him I'm going to change it by using myself. How about that? Compassion. That's a huge deal.
1: Compassion. I think we saw a lot of that in 2020, right? Of people not having compassion or empathy for someone mm. that thinks differently than they do or looks differently than they do. If I can just
0: be real. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, it's about love and it's about when you say it's about him, it's about love. Like, it's it's almost like you can uh interchange the words. Yeah. The God, it's 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 about God, it's about love. Yeah. Like you can almost interchange them. Okay. And so when you when you speak as with love as a noun.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, when
0: you speak with love as a noun, it's it's basically another word for him. Yeah. But we have to pray and ask God to make sure we understand the meaning of it. Thank
1: you, Aaron. Thank you. It's been really fun. This was great today. Look at everything that came up. We had
0: no idea. Thank you for listening to this liberated conversation with Ruthina, but remember the conversation does not end here. I want to hear your thoughts and about your own experience. So share this episode and leave a comment on Instagram or Twitter. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to join the conversation. And until our next one, peace, stay cool, and God bless.